there. Dr. Debbie here with a dose of Dr. Debbie. So today I want to talk about beliefs and here's why. I had a conversation with one of our members in the PBT Institute just yesterday and she was talking about this great sense of unworthiness she has and it's been plaguing her her whole life and she's in her 50s and for the last 50 something years she's always felt unworthy and she's wondering if she could ever change how she feels. Absolutely 100% yes you can. But here's the thing, your beliefs are no more than the repetition of an idea from someone you trust. Someone said something to you enough times that you trusted, a parent, teacher, someone in a religious capacity, whatever, and it became your belief. You may have taken it on when they stopped saying it. It doesn't make it good or bad. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It doesn't make it true, but it makes it yours. And once these beliefs are laid down, we don't question them. But what happens is it doesn't start as a belief. It starts as a thought. And the meaning we give to something fuels it and can turn it into a belief that serves us or not. Here's an example. Let's say, I mean, and, and these beliefs are formed from something mild to something traumatic. So I'm going to give you an example of something that, that could have been totally mild, but can be uh, turned into something that can plague you your whole life until you're aware of it. Ready? Let's say you were um, you were a little kid and you had some earth-shattering news to share with your mom, and you race into the kitchen and she's on the phone. So she does this. Shh, she shushes you. Right now. For her, it didn't really mean anything. But at that moment, you could have made that to mean, I don't matter. And then you know what you do? What happens so often is that's the thought. And then we feed it. We fuel it with some emotion. We put some feeling behind it. And now we keep thinking about it over and over, more feeling, more emotion. And what the mind does is wants to prove you're right. So once this is a belief, when you've done that enough times, your mind says like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize you want to keep this going. No worries. I'll just stick this in your subconscious and keep it as a running program. You go about your business. Now we have it between something like 60 and 80,000 thoughts a day. The majority of them are negative. So if you have some version of, I don't matter, or I'm not worthy, running as a subconscious program throughout your day. Can you see how that's going to show up in what you do, in what you say, in how you act, and how you interact, and in how you react, and what you wear, and what you eat, and all of it? And what happens is we do that, and the longer we do that, it becomes who we are. And then we, we will constantly find confirming evidence to support it. We have relationships that support it. We make decisions that support it. And it becomes who we are. So what I wanted to give to you today was a way to see what's under the hood here. What are these subconscious beliefs and behaviors that may be holding you back? Because it's not what you consciously think. These are subconscious beliefs and behaviors that are driving every single thing you do. You know, picture an iceberg right? Like 10% is above the surface. 90% is below. What's wrecking the ship, if you crash into it, it's not the 10% above, it's that 90% below. And what's taking you off course from where you want to be is that 90% below. So here's, uh, here's something I want you to write down. I invite you to write this down. That's my way of saying write this down. Ready? I'm so dot, dot, dot. I can't dot, dot, dot. I'll never dot, dot, dot.
when you have some time, free flow that and see what shows up. Whatever shows up, those are most likely your limiting beliefs. Once you've done that, find the one that gives you the biggest emotional charge. Like maybe you said, I'm so lazy or I'll never get out of debt, whatever it is for you. The one that really gives you that charge, circle it. So now you know that's the biggest one you want to work on. The next step of this would be this. Some people like affirmations. I don't know. I kind of have a little bit of an issue with some of the affirmations that people are saying, because here's what happens. If your mind can't grab hold of it, it will just kick it out. So for example, let's say there's a 300 pound woman and she says, you know, I'm a lean, mean fight machine. And then her mind's like, no, you're not. And kicks it right out. But let's just say it's true that that 300 pound woman is eating healthier every day. Wouldn't it be a safe bet to say every time she says, I'm so fat. When she gets dressed, I'm so fat. When she sees herself in a mirror, I'm so fat. Where, wherever it is that she's saying, I'm so fat, wherever she can catch herself is that reminder, I'm so fat. What if instead she says, wait a second, I'm eating healthier every day. I'm eating healthier every day. Now, because if she were to just say the opposite, I'm that lean, mean, fighting machine, her mind's like, no, you're not. But if she says, if she catches herself, and she's only going to catch herself a fraction of the time. But if she catches herself when she says, I'm so fat, wait a second, I'm eating healthier every day. I'm eating healthier every day. What happens is the, um, the mind, you start laying down these, these tracks when you repeat something over and over and over and over. But if every time she catches herself saying, I'm so fat, and she says, wait a second, what am I, wait, wait, I'm eating healthier every day. I'm eating healthier every day. I'm eating healthier every day. What's happening is that she's forming and creating a new neural uh, bond, a new belief. And over time, the old I'm so fat loses its charge as the new belief starts to take over. She's actually laying down a new track. And then from there, I'm eating healthier every day becomes the new belief until she can do the next one. So I call those bridges and we do that within the PBT Institute and it works beautifully for people. Now, here's a great way, a great bridge. If you can't come up with something, like let's say you're the one that gave you the greatest charge, the biggest charge was I'll never get out of debt. You insert possibility and that can be your bridge. And it would sound something like this. I'll never get out of debt. What if I can? You didn't say I'm rich, right? But what you did was you inserted possibility. So if, if you know, that bill comes in and it, it triggers, I'll never get out of debt. What if you insisted, you reminded yourself to say, what if I can? What if I can? What if I can? Wait a second. What if I can? You see, with repetition and consistency, the old belief, I'll never get out of debt, loses its charge the bridge of possibility, what if I can, takes over and you're laying down a new track. Now, how do you know what your beliefs are? Well, you can do, uh, write those things down that I said, I'm so, I can't, I'll never. But take a look around. Your environment, everything you have right now is a living, breathing example of the beliefs you have. Your beliefs took you right here to where you are. 
It's a representation of the beliefs you hold. So if you want something very different, it's going to take a new set of beliefs. It has to be intentional. It has to be on purpose. This doesn't happen. So, you know, just as if you, you don't have muscles and all of a sudden you want to, you know, this very different physique, you're going to have to work out at the gym and, and create a new workout routine. You need a different mind routine. So with repetition and consistency, you're going to have to be ruthless. Every time that old belief comes up, you're going to have to insert that belief. Now you can wear a rubber band around your wrist. And every time you, you say the old belief, you snap it, not to hurt you, to remind you to insert that new, um, that new bridge. So here's what I recommend. I'm so I can't, I'll never do a brain dump of everything that shows up. Circle the one that gives you the greatest emotional charge. From there, create that bridge. What's a believable statement you can insert and hang on to long enough so the old belief loses its charge, the new bridge takes over and becomes the new belief until you can create something new. That's it for today. So with that, subscribe, rate, review. And if you would like a, we just created this, if you would like a chapter of Trust Again, Trust Again, Overcoming Betrayal, Regaining Health, Confidence, and Happiness, which is my book, which literally walks you through the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough, teaches the four-step trust rebuilding process. My very vulnerable story is in there, all of it. But if you just want to sample it, just to see what you're going to do is go to thepbtinstitute.com forward slash free gift. No spaces, free gift, and it's yours. See you next time. Please tell everybody, you know, if, if this would serve them, the From Betrayal to Breakthrough podcast, a dose of Dr. Debbie, and I'll see you next time. Bye. 